All right, take your Bible tonight and turn to some of you trying to guess, okay, what's the theme? What's the theme? I had some saying, what's the theme? What's the theme? And they tried to guess. I said, listen, it's somewhere in the Bible. All right, somewhere in the Bible. Psalm 33, if you would, Psalm 33. Always look forward to introducing a new theme, Psalm 33. Anybody, anybody guess it was Psalm 33? All right, nope. Psalm 33. All right. Let's just begin here. We're not going to read the whole psalm right now. We'll reference it. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Brother Aaron was so excited as I came into the auditorium here tonight. The orchestra uh, combined with the choir tonight for a first run through. Huh? Sounded good, Brother Aaron. And man, I'm excited about that. The song Redeeming Love. So they played, uh, let's see, what does it say again? They played skillfully with a loud noise. I got that loud noise down part down. down. How about you, right? It's that skillfully side that I might struggle with. Six different verbs are used in those three verses about how we ought to praise the Lord. Six different verbs there. Here's the reason why in verse four and five. For the word of the Lord is right and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Look at verse number six. What happens in these verses that follow, it takes basically what's in verse four and five and amplifies each section of that. So if you notice the first part of verse four was, for the word of the Lord is right. And then verse number six begin by the word of the Lord were. So he's amplifying on the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. And all the hosts of them, watch this, by the breath of his mouth. You know what that means? He spoke the world into existence. And we're still trying to explore it all. (laughs) And he spoke it into existence. The power of his word. Verse number seven, he gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Look, what he's saying right there is that the water is contained, you know, within the ocean. We, have, we don't have a clue what to do once it comes onto the land. Isn't that right? He gathers it there. And every now and then he lets it come our way just to get our attention, don't you? Know? Yeah. All right, verse number eight is actually our theme verse. All right, look at it. Verse number eight. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world, and here's our theme, Stand in awe of him. Stand in awe of him. I'm afraid that in many ways we've lost our awe. We need to stand in awe of him. May God bless the reading of his word as you're seated. We're going to consider this year's theme and I'll give you the logo work here in just a moment. Stand in awe of him. 
<clears throat> I'm not sure tonight how much of this will turn out to be preaching. I, I just want to try to at least get it introduced to you so you can be thinking about it, you know, as we come into the new year and, and actually as best I can and in, in a short amount of time, just give you the background as to how that the Lord seemed to lead and really do try to pray about the theme because the way God uses it all year long and, and, uh, and how that he uses it in our church's life and your individual life. So Angie and I were on a trip in Medford, Oregon, and um, uh, Brother Lloyd Reed pastors there, the Harvest Baptist uh, Temple of Medford, Oregon. And on the very last night of the revival, there was a, a man there um, that was 92 years old named Harry Lang. And when Brother Harry Lang, I hadn't met him that week because he'd been sick, but when he came uh, that night, he had a stack of, of these um, uh, cards, basically, that he hand, he hand, I realize you're not going to be able to see this, but... But the man is uh, 92 years old, and I could just tell that he had a walk with God just when I was in his presence. You ever been around somebody like that? And, um, and I don't mean to be weird here about this, but it was like the Lord said, this year's theme is in that stack. There's about 20 to 30 of them. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm fighting back the tears. He's trying to explain to me. He has this whole big work table that he works on doing this calligraphy and, and really writes it out. And I'm just, I've got this overwhelming sense that I'm supposed to know which one it is when I see it. <laughs> All right. And so I came to Psalm 28, verse seven, the Lord is my strength and my shield. He, what he wanted to do, he wanted me to pick one out. He wanted Angie to pick one out. And so when I saw this, the Lord is my strength and my shield, my heart trusted in him. I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth. And with my song, I will praise him. Well, I knew that was going to be the one that she picked out. And sure enough, it was. But when I came to this one here, and it was our text, Psalm 33, and it's got verse 6 on there and verse number 8, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. And then this verse, let all the earth fear the Lord and let all the inhabitants of the world. And it said, when I, when I saw this right here, I just knew this is what it's supposed to be. Stand in awe of him. Stand in awe of him. So Brother Phil, I really appreciate Brother Phil told me and his work, um, you know, his artwork and, and how God has used him. And so, you know, to, to, how do you picture that? Stand in awe of him. Well, I don't know how much of that you can really see, but obviously prominent here is him. And, and you know, I, I felt for Brother Phil. I really feel for him every time I give him work to do. How are you going to visualize this one? But this had to be one of the more challenging ones. And and he said, I'm just going to give you this to you and I'll explain it, you know, later. Or he said, I'm not going to explain it right now, but, but we talked about it later. But obviously, hopefully this just draws your eye to him. And, and really, I, I pray that this year's theme would just draw your eyes to him, Amen. to him. And that we might really stand in awe of him, stand in awe of him. That's the center point. You can see that. And, and he's so prominent in this, in this rendering and obviously, you know, any, any artist would recognize that you, you can't even begin. And any preacher, by the way, would recognize, I can't even begin to describe just how great he is. But we ought to stand in awe of him. And then, you know, the, the people there, you know, on the horizon, you know, the, let all the inhabitants of the world. So the horizon of the earth is, is pictured there. And you see a couple uh, individuals off to the left there. And then a family in the middle, middle a father and a, and a mom and a, and a little child. And, and then a single lady. Because single ladies need to stand in awe of him and 
Single men need to stand in awe of him and families need to stand in awe of him. And then there's another family off here to the right and standing in awe of him. And, and, and uh, every one of them kind of individually, I mean, they're in a group, they're in groupings, but, but also it's this, it's not just that you stand in awe of him as a group, but individually we need to stand in awe of him. You following it? Stand in awe of him. So we were, we were in Medford and and uh, I, I guess this year more than any other, we've had an opportunity to be in his creation. And I, I, I'm not taking you on our family vacation or my trips. That's, that is not, oh man, preacher's into, he's going to show us his vacation. That's not it. This has to do with the preaching, all right? So, but here we, uh, after that revival, we got to go up to Crater Lake. And some of you have been there. It's 1,941 feet deep. 1,941 foot deep. Absolutely incredible. And as I stood there, it was on my heart and mind, my God created all this. We traveled a little bit further and we saw where the river goes underground, then it comes back out later on. It was a fascinating place. We got to see a waterfall. I don't have all those pictures in there, but this is Crater, Crater Lake and I stood in awe of him. Are you with me here? We don't have to have creation to stand in awe of him, but if you see creation, you ought to stand in awe of him, friend, because he created it all with his spoken word. And, and then I took the pastoral retreat down to the Wichita Mountains, my favorite place to hike here in Oklahoma. And, and of course, this is Mount Scott. You say, that's not a mountain. It's over 2,000 feet, friend. It is a mountain. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little bit uh, defensive here in Oklahoma, right? That is a mountain if it's over 2,000 feet. Back down in Poto, you know, you got a, a, the hill, the biggest hill in the world, 1,999 feet tall. It's almost a mountain, but not quite. It's a hill. So anyways, here is uh, Mount Scott, and I got to hike at the base of it. And, and it was just right. I mean, as you can see, you know, the sun was going down, and here's what I did again. I just stood in awe of him. You follow me? You just kind of get along with him and, and you got the, you got the, I always take my Bible with me and I take something to write on and sometimes, I, you know, maybe take a, a song or a hymn book or something like that and just get out in creation and just stand in awe of him. And then we went on our uh, family vacation. Okay, so this is a family vacation pictures. I'm sorry, but um, this, is, uh, this is in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Absolutely breathtaking, uh, this waterfall. I don't know if you can see Trevor there. He's right in the middle going like this. Can you see him? All right. So we stood there and we're off this way. They went, hiked ahead of us. Uh, but that just kind of gives you an idea of just how big this waterfall is. And again, I, I just stood in awe of him. I stood in awe of our God that created all these things and spoke them into existence. Um, we also got to see, and I, I may have this mixed up. I think that this is actually called Alberta Peak. It's the name of this mountain, Miss Alberta. You got a whole mountain named after you, Alberta Peak. How about that? You like that. That's good. <laughs> so I had to take a picture here of Alberta Peak in honor of our Alberta Peak. So, but again, as I saw those beautiful mountains, I just stood in awe of him. Also, we went on a little excursion here and this is a fissure. It's called fissure. It's just a deep crevice in the earth. And, and uh, the boys were brave enough to climb down in that. I took a picture of them from the top. So, but anyways, but again, just, just the creation and God's handiwork. And I stood in awe of him. Preached camp in Washington state. And, 
and, um, and here at Camp Graceway. Some of you went to camp there. Some of you were there that week. Remember that? God gave us a good week there. Such a wonderful, beautiful camp. This is Mount Adams, if I'm not mistaken, uh, off in the background. Isn't that fantastic? That's a little bit over 2,000 feet tall. That's a 14,000 feet, I think. And anyway, it's just an incredible mountain. I stood in awe of him. Here at the, uh, the close of the day is that's the tabernacle. Isn't that amazing? Hey, your God does that. Your God does that. And not some artist. Bob Ross can't do that. Huh? Bob Ross can't do that. Our God does that. Mount Adams off in the background, young people coming into the tabernacle, getting ready to hear the word. And I stood in awe of what God is able to do. And then this uh, summer, I had the trip privilege to travel um, back home to Kentucky. It's Noah Broughton, his dear wife, who has uh, dementia. And uh, Brother Broughton's pastored there for forget how many years now, over 40 years, but Trevor Reynolds is about to become the young pastor there. The Broughton's been faithful. Miss B has been faithful. I learned something early at camp as a junior, <laughs> going to the same camp that the kids still go to. Miss um, B was the one heading up the, heading up the uh, dining hall, and I learned if you smiled, <laughs> she'd put more on your plate. <laughs> it's a good lesson in life right there. It still works. <laughs> Love Miss B. This was their last camp. And um, preached that night. Whole family came up. Miss B sang. She can't, she doesn't recognize you. But she can still open up that hymnal. Well, actually, she didn't even open it up. She just knows the words. And even in the midst of a fallen world where we have to deal with disease and difficulty, even in the midst of all that, we can still stand in awe of him because he's been good and sure love Brother Broughton. Then uh, we had youth conference here. And at youth conference, uh, this is this year's youth conference. My soul, we had a great time. Brother Michael Jones preaching and Jonathan Pyle. Young people got to hear the word preached. This is Brother Sam opening us in prayer. That's a combined choir. Our youth choir, Brother Seth, appreciate all the work that you do and Miss Sarah and, and Brother Aaron working on this, getting this ready. So there's our young people, but it's combined with young people from all across the United States of America. Two generations, Brother Sam representing the older generation and then all these young people up there singing. And, and I trust that as God worked in their hearts, they're standing in awe of him. So our theme this year is just that, stand in awe of him. In uh, Psalm 33, as I've already mentioned, there's six different words that are used. And it's, and it's like this, to give a ringing cry, a loud sound of rejoicing, acknowledging God's greatness, using instruments. In fact, I like what John Phillips said. He said, tune up the orchestra, pull out the stops, bring all the musical skill you have and use them to sound forth the praises to our great God. Stand in awe of him. Talking about a new song. By the way, a, a new song uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's, that it's new uh, in, in it's just, you know, new composition. Although it certainly can be. Here's why. Because when God does something in your life, he puts a song on your heart. 
I thank God that God's gifted individuals in this very auditorium, like Brother Kevin and others that have written songs and that are being used around. Hey, God, God brings you through something. He gives you a new song. You get to be in God's presence. He gives you a new song. But sometimes, watch this, as I studied this out, individuals said it's not necessarily meaning a new composition, although certainly David would do many new compositions and there'd be a new song as God delivered him once again from Saul. <laughs> He'd have a brand new song after that. But sometimes it was just this. It was an old song sung with a new heart. An old song sung with a new heart because of the work that God is, has done there. And so with renewed enthusiasm because of what God had brought you through. But there's, there's four reasons as to why verse four and five that we ought to praise the Lord in verses one through three. The uprightness of his word, the uprightness of his word, the faithfulness of his deeds, the righteousness of his decisions. God does everything right. And the loving kindness of his dealings with us. But the one that I want to focus on here for just a few moments is our theme, stand in awe of him. And he talks about his word and creation. I, I hope that this year uh, we're going to, coming up, we're going to focus some on his creation. We're going to start a new series in uh, Sunday school and the adult classes on uh, the book of Genesis. I preached through the book of Genesis uh, many years ago now, 12 years ago. And so we're going to take those sermons, convert them into some Sunday school lessons and, and stand of all of what God did in creation in the beginning of time. And, and because in many ways, if we're going to go forward as a nation, if we're going to go forward even as a church, as a family, we got to go back to see how things were so that we can get our awe of him back. Um, our vacation Bible school, Brother Ted, I appreciate the work that he does every year to help organize and roll out the Bible school. We're going to emphasize creation and probably with an Australian theme a little bit coming into it and, and uh, creation. And even uh, this year's youth conference is going to be about how that we're created. And Brother Wayne is going to do some of the preaching, Brother Wayne Hardy, on gender because our young people need to understand that God created you. He created you male, he created you female, and you ought to stand in awe of him. Brother Jason Jett's going to be one of the preachers and he's just going to cut loose and preach. And so we're going to, we're going to have some emphasis there about, about even our creation. Brother Matt Sperling grew up in this church, was reached through, um, through really the, the bus ministry and the youth ministry of this church. And he pastors up in Iowa and God's just really using Brother Matt to reach young people in a, in a great way and, and reach that area. But he's also done a lot of study in, in creation. And so I've, I've been in correspondence with him to see if he could come down and maybe do a, a weekend with us on just creation. He's got a real heart and passion for it. I'm really excited about that. We stand in awe of a lot of things that are lesser. We might stand in awe of a catch. Stand in awe of a car. See a Camaro drive down the road. See a Corvette drive down the road. See an old 56 Chevy drive down the road? Mercy. <laughs> stand in awe. <laughs> right? You might stand in awe of somebody's voice. You might stand in awe of a song. You might stand in awe of, of um, the military power. I mean, it is incredible. In fact, you know why we stand in awe of those things? Because our God is creative and he's even made us creative. 
and given ability to man to do some amazing things. And I stand in awe of our military power. I, I've learned recently of some of the, the things that, that uh, are, are out there and that are able to be done. I remember, though, being up in Iowa and at the Strategic Air uh, Command Museum and, and seeing an SR-71. An SR-71, Blackbird, I think it's also called, an SR-71, built, listen to this, in 1964. And there may be another faster plane, but a few years ago I did a study on it. At least at that point, there was not one that can go faster. But but anyways, this one goes over 2,200 miles per hour. Am I right about that? Whoa. That's built in 1964. I mean, that's really awe-inspiring. We stand in awe of a building. We stand in awe of, of a person. We stand in awe of all kinds of things. But friend, listen, here's what we need to get back to. Standing in awe of him. Letting all the earth, all the inhabitants of the earth. In fact, the psalm goes in, and we're, we're not going to take the time tonight, but all the inhabitants of the earth and how that he fashioned all their hearts alike. And basically what he's saying there is that God made them. He made their hearts. He, he made every one of us. He knows us inside and out. And, and so he's able to evaluate our motives and who we are and what we've done. And, and all the inhabitants of the earth are before him all at one time. And he knows everything. He knows everyone. He knows all things. And listen, that's why we ought to stand in awe of him. Brother Larry Baker taught Sunday school class and shared some of these, these uh, things with me, even just personally about how that the human heart, how much blood it pumps, you know, in the course of a day. I mean, it's staggering. And I stand in awe of the creation that God has done, standing in awe of him. The people of the earth can have their plans, and yet God's not concerned. Man's not interrupting God's plans. In fact, that's why in verse number 12, he says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And he brings the counsel of the heathen to naught. You know what that means? Nothing. Doesn't matter what Russia thinks they're going to do. Doesn't matter what North Korea thinks they're going to do. God knows what he's going to do. In the chaotic world, in a world of uncertainty, we can stand in awe of him and then just do this. Wait on him. The reason tonight that we ought to stand in awe of him is just because of his greatness. I pray that in the course of this year that that you and I would get to know him more. At the same time that I was on that pastoral retreat praying about this theme, I was reading the book of Revelation, how that every tongue and nation and tribe and kindred of people would someday save, redeem, stand in his very presence. And someday, by the way, if you're saved tonight, you'll stand in his very presence. And at that moment, we'll stand in awe. We won't have to wait till then. We can stand in awe of him now. I pray this will be a good theme for us just to get our eyes back on the Lord, where we can stand in awe of him. Let's stand together here tonight. Maybe tonight, you just needed that just to be reminded just how truly awe-inspiring that he is, how great he is, how little we are. In fact, part of the design here that Brother Phil had in mind was Saul, that when he was little in his sight, and God was great in his sight, then God was working. But, you know, sometimes we get great in our sight.
and he gets little. But we need to remember just how great he is and thus stand in awe of him. Father, tonight, um, Lord, I thank you that God, um, that you are who you are and you've revealed yourself to be. I look forward to digging in more to this particular psalm and others like it to to know your presence better, to know you better, Lord, and thus to be amazed by you and to admire you, to reverence and respect and to fear you. And so, God, I pray that you'd help us, Lord, as we need just a fresh glimpse of of your person. I pray that you'd help us to to get that here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. We're singing page uh, 258. Turn your eyes. Upon Jesus, perhaps the Lord has spoke to your heart and you ought to come and just bow in his presence here this evening as Brother Aaron leads us on this first verse. Would you come as we sing?